When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. Something happened tonight that hasn't happened in the 100-plus year history of the NFL. And it's going to now be, barring a miracle, seven years, consecutive years for Mike Tomlin without a playoff victory. That is the longest drought since Chuck Knoll took over in Steelers history. And for a coach in one place to go seven years without a playoff win, in the last 40 years, only Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati and Jim Mora in New Orleans suffered longer droughts without a playoff victory. The offense stinks. It doesn't matter who's coordinating it. It's poorly managed and run. They waste timeouts. They get illegal formation penalties. Third and two and fourth and two at the end of the game are egregiously bad play calls. And then I got to hear Tomlin say, we want to be aggressive. We play to win. Uh, that doesn't check out, buddy. Uh, play to win, That's that doesn't excuse just being reckless and stupid. And that's what those plays were at the end of the game. Uh, you let Mitch Trubisky... Uh, play fast and loose tonight and his rolling the dice ways and inability to make the right play in large part cost you the game. And oh, by the way, your defense, your defensive coach, $120 million defense, you let New England come out and shove it up your rear end, opening drive touchdown. They had 21 points before you could blink in this game. So does that sum it up properly, Danny? Am I going too far with this? Is it no. being emotional? No, I don't listen. I don't think so. I watched way more of that game than I wanted to. Uh, calling a timeout to quarterback sneak in 2023 is as bad as it gets. Like the whole league has figured out the tush push, at least the attempt of it. Like, so if you're QB sneaking, uh, you can't be burning second half timeouts to do it. Like, that. that is at this point in what we know about game theory and game management. That is remedial 101 stuff. So that's really bad. I do think that you guys got screwed on the call on the long snapper. I don't think that that head movement was egregious. So I, I yeah, do they think got screwed. You're right. They did. But I don't think that. Listen, I don't know, think we should be talking about one bad call and it right. should not have been that close for it. I think that was the only penalty called against the Steelers in the entire game. So it's hard for me to bitch about officiating when they went the first 57 minutes of the game without one called on them. Absolutely. I'm just saying it was late enough in the game that right. it was a tough one to overcome. I do think it's a storyline from the game, but not uh, – I'm just I'm trying to go through things that, that you didn't mention. Pickens having five catches for only 19 yards and not being targeted down the field, I guess firing Matt Canada did not solve the problem. And his body language was terrible, but we've talked about it when the receiver is much better at his job than the quarterbacks are at theirs and you're not even being targeted, it's not like he's being overthrown on deep routes. It's like behind the line of scrimmage check down stuff. 
And so he's being underused and underutilized. There's still a huge offensive problem there. Obviously, Trubisky was terrible, but that's an awful loss. There's no two ways to slice it. I would think, though, that you'd be able to find a team to give you a first-round pick for Mike Tomlin in a trade. Okay. I'm just saying. Would your team do that? No. I don't think so because their first-round picks are so high. I don't think you're going to get a top-five pick. And by the way, on behalf of all Bears fans, thank you to the Steelers for all but locking up the number one overall pick, allowing Arizona and New England to... to get their third wins. That is tremendously Yeah, helpful. you owe me a fruit basket or something, buddy. Yeah, that is You, you owe me an edible arrangement for that. <laughs> tremendous help uh, to the Bears via the Panthers' number one pick. Um, I don't think a team with a top five pick would do it, but a team with the 12th or 15th or 19th pick in the draft for a guy who's never had a losing record and exudes charisma and leadership I think it's what every owner in the NFL, for the most part, would love to hire. So, and he's got rings on his fingers. Yeah, so. except he can't develop a quarterback. He never had to. He walked into Roethlisberger. Uh, their offensive situation right now, even post-Canada, makes no sense. They have an offensive coordinator who doesn't call the plays, and the quarterback's coach calls the plays. So even that is done improperly. Yeah, Danny, they're just. I'm, I'm ready for a fresh start. I think some of America is seeing that now. You think Pittsburgh is ready for a fresh start? The the organization or the fans? The fans. Yes. I don't think the organization is, obviously. They move at a glacial pace. No, I understand. But I'm saying if you you pulled your audience, is it 6 out of 10, 8 out of 10? I think it's closer to 8 out of 10 than it is 6. It's probably 75%. I'll close on this. Even Hall of Fame coaches run out of steam. At this point in his career, 17 years, since the merger, there's only four coaches who lasted in one place longer than Tomlin. Don Shula in Miami, Tom Landry in Dallas, Bill Belichick with the Patriots, Chuck Knoll with the Steelers. That's it. Those are the only four guys. And say what you will about Tomlin, but he's not cut from that cloth, first of all. And at least three out of those four guys, Belichick included, uh, the last five or six years, it was not pretty. There was not a lot of winning that was done. And that's pretty much what's happening here, Danny, too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, ask me the next question, and if you'll allow for me, I might try to take it in a different direction, if that's okay. Sure. Bills and Chiefs, who's it a bigger game for? Well, I think when you sent me this question, my answer might have been different. But I think over the last few hours, and for people that are listening back on the podcast or even uh, on one of our affiliate stations, you know, times are different. So this process gets started Thursday morning, and then we tape right after the game Thursday night. When you set this Thursday morning, the Sean McDermott story about comparing their season 
to 9-11 had not happened yet. That was That's not, not what he said. He said he was looking, he was trying to teach them about teamwork. And he said, you know, you got to like coordinated teamwork like the 9-11 hijackers. Yes. Yeah. I, insane. I, yes. Right. Yeah. Truly so, insane. That just, I think, created uh, a glimpse for everybody into maybe some of his failures and inabilities as a leader of men. And I've heard for a couple of years from people that, and I think now people are writing this, that he's just a very, very uptight person. And I think I've even said that on this podcast, that I think that there it, it permeates things, it trickles down to players. I think in this reporting now, like they're talking about how awkward he is as a person. I do think that gets on the owner's radar there, the Pagulas. And I would have told you before today that McDermott was safe if they missed the playoffs. I don't think that way anymore. I honestly think the way that this thing blew up on Thursday, I think there's more potential now if it doesn't turn around for the Bills that they're going to turn the page and look for a different coach. So I, I'm going to say it's a bigger, I, I it's a bigger game for the Bills now, Danny. That's okay. my way of saying so, that. Yeah, so I like your angle on that. If you are call, if you are an NFL head coach who speaks after games and on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays, and you have to call a Thursday press conference to address your bad 9-11 analogy, you're having a bad week. So it's a disaster of a distraction for a team that is very much on the outside of the AFC playoff picture looking in. And I think it is objectively a bigger game for the Bills because if they have if they want to have any shot at making the playoffs as a wild card, they have to win this game. They need the AFC win. There's a boatload of teams with six wins and there's a boatload of teams with seven wins. Like they're not close to being in the playoffs now. Obviously, Pittsburgh's loss uh, helps them. But it is a sneaky, huge game for the Chiefs, too, because if they lose, it's very difficult to see a path for them to get the one seed. And we haven't seen them have to play in an AFC championship game on the road. Could they go to Baltimore and win? Of course, obviously. No one would be shocked if Mahomes and Reed went in there. But I think it's going to be really hard to make the argument if the Chiefs lose this game at Arrowhead after not backing up their good performance offensively that they had against Vegas in that Green Bay game, I think it's just going to be very hard to make the argument that they are a Tier 1 team. There might not be many teams on Tier 1, but they will be flawed and looked at appropriately so just like everyone else in the NFL that isn't the San Francisco 49ers if they lose this game. Yeah. Uh, and look at the line on this game. It's only one and a half. Dude, they've goes- got serious offensive problems with a lack of playmakers. It's just, it's, it's just a fact at this point. It's just, it's just, it, it is not something that can consistently be overcome by coach and quarterback. 